Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Thank you, everybody. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 887, July 20, <clears throat> 2022. 102 degrees on this day in 1901. Who was the president in 1901? Teddy um, Roosevelt? Roosevelt. Uh, he was going to declare a climate emergency. And 51 degrees on this day in <laughs> 1950. And just for the hell of it, in 1923 on this day... It was 97 degrees in International Falls. Huh. Yeah. I hope you're keeping your beachfront free of weeds and algae with the uh, Aquaside products. The White Bear Lake Company has been keeping beaches free of weeds and algae for more than 60 years, so the kids have a great swimming environment. Aquaside products made right there in White Bear are easy to use, and they work quickly. And, yes, they're registered with both the EPA and DNR, so there's, you know, there's no nuclear explosion Perfect. when you throw these things in the lake. It's just absolutely fantastic the way they clean up the crud you don't want. Uh, call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350. They'll identify your problem, make sure you get the right products, and your place will look great all the rest of the summer long. Or go to Aquaside.com. And now... Yep. From the mayor's office Hi. above Hi. the boathouse. On the east shore. Already? It's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. My mic Chris Reavers, Director <laughs> of Social Media. We, John Hyden. We, we already made a mistake, too. Why could you already Here make a mistake? A we didn't start. How you doing? Exactly. <laughs> it's the wrong show number. <laughs> no, no, seven. No. That's not it. He's right with that. Sushi. Um, what do you got, uh, Johnny? It, 1901 actually had two presidents. That's the year that McKinley was assassinated. Oh yeah. So he's so. Oh. Uh, he was, he was president. We already have I, a mansplain a minute for you into this well, thing. Well, I love Teddy, that, did Teddy succeed McKinley? I believe that was, no, that wasn't Teddy. That was, uh, yeah, that was Teddy, right? Well, now I got to look. Do you know John, that, I love uh, when you uh, throw in actually, actually. Do you know Actually, that? Uh, yes, yeah. Teddy Roosevelt uh, succeeded McKinley after McKinley was shot. Of course, he didn't die right away. And, and no, it, he suffered. It been, had it been today's medicine, he'd have been cured like that. Isn't that but, something? Uh, Do you know yeah. that Teddy Roosevelt's vice president was Fairbanks? A direct descendant of my wife. Huh. I don't believe you. Uh, my <laughs> wife is a native, and she... Was Fairbanks a native? Fairbanks, yeah, this is like the Alaska Fairbanks, and they arrived on... Well, why Boston are you so poor? In 17, or no, 16-something. You got like four jobs. Yeah, how come this didn't leak down the to the current generation? <laughs> don't you have a place in Florida, something like that, to show for this? Maybe in about 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't be buying it, believe me. Is it sheath or sheaf of papers? Sheath? Actually. Sheath might be what something else. What do you say, else. actually? 
Is it Sheaf? Sheaf of papers? Is that why? Is that FYI's new na- nickname? Yeah, actually, actually, I have a new that's name. his wrestling actually. name. That's his wrestling name. Actually, I just decided that every time I speak today, I'm going to start with actually. Actually, actually. you you <laughs> morons, <laughs> you you complete morons. Well, rookie wasn't here, was he yesterday? Thank no, you. Thank you. All right, well, I'll give him the clue. You. Thank Let's you. get you in this. Give well, him the yeah, do you have air conditioning at your house? Yes. Central? No. Window units. Yes. What do you try to keep your indoor temperature at uh, on these hot days? Seven. Okay, thank you. Ooh, so huh. you're on my side. These morons, Height, Kenny, and uh, sycophant. I didn't even. I don't even know what his his number is. <laughs> yeah, sycophant. <laughs> okay, I, height, I know that. Height, Kenny, and Reavers. Yesterday we got into. I don't even know. It, A highly. I don't know how it came up. I don't remember how it came up. Actually, I think it started because we were talking about the the record warmth. Well, this is important all over the country, so let me tell you something. You guys got hammered by the listeners, and I don't think there's been a volume of email like this in quite some time. You guys are morons. Jackie up north says, what's wrong with a couple of fans? That works. Jeez. And then... uh, Joe, quite the show today. Masterful thinking. Well, I don't want to read that one right now. That's, Not yet. Hang actually, on that that's one. a different topic. Yeah. Uh, from Tim Buck too. Carrier Corporation is the largest manufacturer of air conditioners in the world. Their website directly answers the question raised by Kenny. Set the thermostat at a higher temp when you're gone. While you might be tempted to simply turn the AC off, it's actually better to adjust the temperature oh. several degrees higher by about 7 to 10 degrees. By making this simple adjustment, you can potentially save as much as 10% on your energy bill. Completely shutting down the system might actually cost you money due to the extra energy it takes to cool your home back to your comfort zone. The website goes on to note that 78 degrees, thank you, is the exact temperature recommended by the U.S. Department of Energy Uh, when you are at home. The government. If you are uneasy knowing that you are in strict compliance with a federal agency recommendation, I have a potential solution. Turn it to 77 and stick it to the man. Uh, So, Rook, now I remember this came about because I asked the question, what is more... Uh, economical, I think, was the phrasing. Actually, um, you said efficient. Efficient. Yeah. Turning it up during the day when you're gone to 78 and then back down to 67 when you get home or just leaving it at 67 all day long. And that's when suits just went right off the rails. But, but Rook, the argument was when you come in from the outdoors on a 95-degree humid feels day, great. 78 feels like... Feels just feels like Bangladesh. Because, no, because you you've, you've, you've removed the humidity, and that's, that's the reason. Thank you. We're on the same page Thank for the you. first time in 30, uh, 30 years. years. And at night, I turn the... the I don't touch it at night. I, I no, turn it off. What? I turn it off overnight. How do you sleep? Well, then that you're no, okay. well, no, in the in the bedroom, it's fine. I leave it on. But in the main room, we got a bigger oh, one. You, I see. You I, I turn it mm-hmm. off because there's no point. Well, to it, save yourself a few bucks, I think what you might have learned from the previous email is don't turn that off in the main room. Maybe you want to turn it down a little. But to turn it back up from zero is going to cost you money because it's going to struggle to cool the room down again. Here's That's here's the argu- here's the argument I get with the roommate every year. It's yeah. twelve months out of the year. In the winter, she likes to run it low, like seventy or less. And she, her argument is always, put a few more layers on. Yeah. 
And so in the summer when I like it at 67, 68, and I'll say the same thing to her, put a few more layers on. Ooh, next thing you know, I'm sleeping out in the truck with the engine running. <laughs> that does not go over well. Rod Wall writes, Joe, I'm with you. I keep ours at 78. Uh, that's plenty cool for me. If I had it at 70, I'd be wearing a sweatshirt. Dale writes, uh, what is with Reavers, Kenny, and John? They have become the comfy, soft, pampered, entitled wooses that they complain yep. about. Hell oh, it's yes. too warm. I need it to be 65 or I'm too yep. hot. Yep. Joe, you are in the right here. This is not a conservation issue. This is an enjoying summer issue. We have created a society that can't handle discomfort or no longer ju- adjust to change, which is why they make climate change an issue. This is a great point that I didn't think of. You know why the guys are working on the roofs and roads? Because they do uh, they do usually in long sleeve shirts too. They're out in it. In the summer we thin the blood, and in the winter we thicken. If we actually get outside, I love the hot, humid of July and the minus twenty of January. I am thankful for air conditioning, but I am more, way more likely to drive with the windows down when it's ninety five than turn on the AC or open a window in the house to let in a bit of humidity. Do they always have to? Have ice in their drink, too? Lose a few pounds or maybe sweat it off. Shave that beaver pelt off your face and get outside where the men are. Now, now wait a minute. I have, I'm going to take umbrage with that letter right there because I spend most of my time outside. I love it outside in summer. I'm in my garage. I'm outside. So when I come in the house, I want to be cool. Yeah. If it's 90 I, degrees outside, I, I, I've been sweating all day right. outside. Right, and when you come in at 78, would feel wonderful. No. This, uh, yeah. this fat, would feel wonderful. This fat For bastard sure. with the beaver pelt on his face sweated <laughs> through three T-shirts outside yesterday. Yeah. I'm outside every day, all day, Me when too. I'm not yeah. here. Dave writes, hail the flashlight king. Hail, hail you. you. I'll start with the bottom line. Joe's right, and you clowns are wrong. <laughs> Joe mentioned several times that he's comfortable. That's because he keeps the thermostat setting closest to humans' ideal comfort setting of 75 degrees and 50% humidity. During the summer when cooling is needed, it's best to set your thermostat at at a desired temperature and leave it. It is best to leave the thermostat setting when cooling at a set temperature. You will use less energy in the long run. I recommend somewhere between 74 and 78. Well, what that does is effectively control the humidity level. Having a setting below that wastes energy and makes your house more cold and clammy. You're right. To John's question about a four-level home, I recommend running the fan on high for about four hours each day. Best between 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. This moves all the air around from the lower levels to the upper levels, which evens out the temperature variations. Right. Good luck, David Clydesdale. He's a civil engineer at the University of St. Tom. Well, he's Underachiever. Wrong. He's wrong. Uh, I'm telling I'm you, when I, with these emails. when I come home <laughs> and the AC's set at 75 or higher, it takes 30 minutes to calm the place down. Whereas if it was just left at 70 or less, it's just a couple of minutes of running. It's no big deal. You really? And, and are you no, going to read any I'm email? Are you going to read any email that's pro John Kenny and Reavers? There were so few, I didn't save them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I weeded them out as a as a sycophant. I weeded them out for the mayor. You know what? You really don't get it. Uh, seriously, you don't seem to grasp the concept here. I don't even think he's teasing you. I think Kenny really believes Why what he's saying right now. Why should I sit there? in my chair not doing anything sweating my ass off cuz it's 70 or 72 or higher 
I'm not doing that. You don't I pay guess. the bill. I write the bleeping check. I'm paying for 67. <laughs> Do you have central air? And you know, you know what? You really want to get pissed off? I have air conditioning in my shop, and it's on 24 hours a day. I don't care. Do you have a Three col- in the morning. Nobody's out there. It's a cool well, here we go. Joe's color set. Here we go. <laughs> Joe, it's obvious that Kenny, John, and Chris are babies. I live in Fort Myers, Florida, and I wow. agree with you. I was an HVAC contractor in Minnesota before selling my business and moving full-time in 1997 to Florida. I keep my home in the summer at 82 degrees. What? You are correct when you point out that it does feel very comfortable when you come in from the outside and the humidity is much lower in my home. With a ceiling fan running, we are quite comfortable. They are probably not old enough to remember that in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, we didn't have the luxury of AC. And actually, we walked up hill. I remember sleeping on our porch sofa rather than sleeping in my upstairs room. Yeah, go sleep out in a barn. I taught HVAC at Hennepin County Technical College for 10 years as the lead instructor in that department. For Kenny, here are the facts about how heat travels. Heat flows from hot to cold. The rate at which it travels is determined by several factors, one being the temperature difference between the two objects. So if it is 90 degrees outside and you want to have your home at 70, that's a 20 degree difference. If you keep your home lower than 70, the rate of transfer will be faster. I don't even know what the hell he means. Ask the boys if they are comfortable at 70 in the summer. Would they feel comfortable at 70 in the winter? Yes. That's yeah, the that's perfect right. year-round temperature. Yeah. Sure. In the winter, i got to go by 70. Actually, actually can, I, can I ask a question here? Is this a Tom Seriously? Ball story? Actually, go back you can. To, go back to that email. Yeah. Uh, the gentleman's first name, please. Uh, this is Bob Gertz in Florida. Rick. All right. Uh, Get, Bob, getters, getters. I, I hate to be the one to point this out, but you took a personal shot at me and my guys. <clears throat> You're a hypocrite. You want to know so. why? How yeah, so. please. He called us wussies because of the temperature, yet he no, moved no, to Florida for the did, winter. He didn't. Yes, he did. He said you were babies. A, or babies, I'm sorry. Another different one called called, A different one called us wussies. Yeah. But you get my point. Wouldn't you move to Florida emails. if you had a chance? Of course I would. Uh, but he's no. a hypocrite. He's because not a hypocrite. No. It's not a hypocrite. He said alligators. Right. That's he fine. said I'm right. Therefore, That's fine. he's not a hypocrite. But he's escaping no. the cold winter. So what? To go live in the warm weather. So what? You tell him, Joe. Yeah. You, Joe, you know, you know what he like was right about, Joe. You know what he was right about what? that last letter you read? You are a lot older than us. You'd remember that stuff from way back. I then. grew up. I grew <laughs> I up like, without air conditioning. I feel we like had oh, no. We didn't have a window. Well, so so in did your I. Side what? Hut. I feel like Steve Lawrence with Frank Sinatra. You go get him, Joe. <laughs> I didn't have central air until the house I'm currently in. Ooh. Uh, I same. Well, I had central air the first house I bought. That's the first time I ever had. My first year. Gage Hall, Mankato State University. I've stayed there covering the Vikings, and there was no air conditioning. I did not have air conditioning when I moved in. I yeah. slept in my car. Yep. <laughs> because you, it was no, so you stinking hot. You passed out in your car. Well, that, Scott Matura in Montana. Scotty, what do you got? Classmate of 87. Scott. <laughs> Matura. Yeah. yeah. Gang, when I lived in Texas, I moved there on the hottest year in Texas history. We spent oh, three yeah. months straight of above Real 100 man. degrees and high humidity. <laughs> you could stop. go out at midnight, and it was miserably hot. My air was set at 78 degrees, and it was not only perfect, at times it was chilly. It's all relative to the difference from outside. Pushing back at a cool 78, Scott Matura in Montana. Thank you, Scott. 
Uh, Don, Dan, I'm sorry, Dan McFarland. 78 is perfect when it's 95. Totally agree, Joe. The words pansy asses come to mind. <laughs> Hell, I'm a welder. I couldn't pay the bills if 78 was too much to handle. 78 would be heavenly if the shop were that cool. I'm hopeful Mine and is. somewhat confident you'll get a lot of these. Thanks for doing what you do. Been a listener wow. since the start. I'll give John a pass. I've had a hard thing. Uh, also, but say hi to the pansies. All right. I so think, uh, I. I think you better shake off your rear end, Joe, to get all those lips off of them. That you got to tell that guy. Uh, <laughs> tell that guy, Such. Uh, I unhooked my uh, garage door opener in the shop because the uh, door doesn't go up and down fast enough in this heat. <laughs> I got to throw it up and pull that thing down as fast as possible Dave to conserve Kunath the writes, seventy degrees. I'm with you, Joe. I'm seventy-one, and growing up, we never had AC. Now I got it. I set my AC at 77, 78 for sleeping. Winter temps, you say, 68 overnight, 72 walking around. The difference is the key, you say, and the humidity. Kids these days, good luck. Really? No, I have I, a I, feeling. I, go ahead, John. I was just going to say, if I set mine at 78, uh, where my bedroom is upstairs, oh, it would be, be 85 in the middle Well, then you the have a thermostat location problem. Yes, and call the Home and Garden Show <sighs> no, for that. No, you do. Some of these emailers have pointed that out. When you say your downstairs is like a meat locker, you've got a problem with the way your heat circulates and your cooling circulates in your house. It's the ducting. Okay. It, it doesn't. And I don't have a night or day setting. It's set at 77, I think it's 77, and it just stays that way until it snows. <laughs> so uh, I have a feeling this is going to be uh, turned down. This is going to be a part of your uh, Sunday column. Your Sunday no, column uh, no. we <laughs> refer to as yeah, in open. my day. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, let me let me let me let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something okay, else. Okay, boss. I never use air conditioning in a car. What? I hate it. Oh my god! And if I do, oh, yeah. the windows are also open. In the you car. you know what? You're a communist. <laughs> Oh, God. Who's this? John, I'm listening to you talking about air conditioning. It made me recall my history with this luxury. I grew up in South Minneapolis, one block from 38th in Chicago. Isn't that George Floyd Square? Yep. There were seven kids, and we never had air conditioning. I recall a fan in the living room, but none in any bedrooms. In the 60s and 70s, none of the homes in that area had central air, and I don't recall any of my friends or neighbors having window units. I raised my kids in a home a few blocks from there. Again, no air conditioning and just a living room fan. In the late 90s, after the kids were gone, I bought a used window unit that somehow cooled the first floor, and I thought that was kind of nice. In 1997, I moved into my first home with central air. This home was also the first home I ever had with a dishwasher, dishwasher, which I never use, I guess because I just never had gotten grown up with it. I'm not complaining. I'm just stating how many of us grew up. Thank you, John. You're Mm. right. Did you carve your uh, silverware from wood? And, Joe, uh, you're absolutely right. Our house is set at 74 degrees, and being on. outside at 86, coming in is a very comfortable. Did Roger from cut, the Brainerd Lake. Cut area. ice all winter and store it in a shed with a bunch of sawdust to keep your what vittles do you call cool. When you, do you whittle when you do this thing? Whittle. That's a good word. Chris, you have access to all of his emails. Find something in our favor right now. Actually, I'll do that right, right now. now. I have yeah. one. Um they say, uh, please do not use my name, Jim. Um, I think Joe is truly off his rocker. 
77 means he wears a shawl when he has his dinner provided to him by the CP. Yes. Now, scroll down. Yeah. Reavers does not pay attention to the show at all, and therefore he does not qualify. Right. Uh, John Height can go play his guitar and then shove it up his... Okay. Uh, he crossed that out. Right. And yeah. What about Kenny? Kenny yeah. can take his beard and his biscuit... Whiskers. Whiskers. <laughs> And fry him up on the uh, on the uh, cast iron skillet that has never used any soap to be cleaned. Oh wow! Name I withheld. Do. There was Joe. There was Tom. one. It's like, it's like the penthouse forum. Name and address withheld. There was one email in our favor, but it's so full of typos. I don't understand it. It comes from Kelly M. And oh, maybe it's in North Carolina. Is that what it is? Kelly from yeah. North Carolina. Hail the flashlight king, right. Joe. I grew Hail up in, uh, I grew up in his Bing and never had AC of any I type. I think in Hibbing. Okay, until I moved to American Connecticut. And I, am, I I discounted that one because Kelly might have been. Uh, I don't know what he was I, doing. I am a North Carolina resident now, and my family keeps a home at six. Year round, oh, you that's, are that's nice. cold. That is cold, <laughs> Kelly. Thank you for the effort. I appreciate. it. Actually, I can provide one in our favor because remember the conversation we had before we started, where Joe says, "Why did Mike Fratelloni send me an email and it just said 71? Right. I, I <laughs> so he that's reporting on golf scores. Yeah, that I, might I, have been it too. I also, I also didn't finish. Oh, uh, the last more. PS was for rookie and rookie. Mr. Bleepin' Hairhead. Doesn't matter whether he's promoting Escape With Us Vacations or whether he's promoting Redmond's Flooring or whether he's promoting Chet Shoes or Red Wing. I would buy whatever he is selling. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm glad, I'm glad he went with that. Are we because taking because today off from the ruination of the was, world? Uh, are we, no, no seriously, are we up, taking Matt? day off from God, the ruination so. of the world? God, yes, I we are. So. The country's you know dead. You know why? Just, just wait till we get to Grandma on Wait till we get Lake. to Grandma on her bleeping raft. Because <laughs> you want to be able to see it through what? clean windows. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And the squeegee artists the squeegee artists I give up. at kahuna window cleaning and seasonal services would love to come out to your home just like they're coming out to mine to clean your windows wash the house clean out the gutters or maybe even get that lichen off of they the roof. come to you they don't bring the roof to you they just come out and they do your roof yes it's unsightly lichen is unsightly it's that kind of that um i don't know tar like or black algae i knew a guy named lichen Really? Mm-hmm. I wonder if he was named after the algae. What did he set like his thermostat at? Regardless, 77 <laughs> degrees. Uh, we want to let you know that the safety concerns with doing these services yourself as you get older are great. I don't want you to fall off the ladder. Most ladder deaths are from falls 10 feet or less, so let Kahuna do this. They specialize in safety. Ladders equipped with extra accessories that your typical ladders don't have. Standoffs. Like whistles and stuff? Well, no, like standoffs, soft rubber grip pads, leg levelers. Joe, you don't have a leg level on your ladder. I I know that. And you're an old fart, so you shouldn't be getting up cleaning out the gutters yourself. Call them. Bottom line, it's safer and easier to have them do your cleaning when a ladder is needed. Call 612-888-5248, 612-888-5248, or go to kahunawindowcleaning.com. Book a cleaning, mention that they're your GLer, and they will waive the trip charge. Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services.
truth, justice, and the suzerain. Take the time, pull out. Oh, this is my song. I, know. I can't talk over this song. Here comes the vocal. Here comes the. Kenny's living room. It's ice it's cold. Helium. This is cool. Let's get cool, get together. What's that so, from? That was the Aquatendo slogan. Let's get I need cool, you. get together. GLers, I need you to stroll into Moon Motorsports so you know what I've been talking about uh, on GL for uh, low these many years. They're in Moon uh, Monticello, just south of 94. You'll see them from the freeway. Uh, they have the most exciting showroom in our area, 10 major manufacturer brands. And departments galore. I'm talking a parts department, apparel department, service department. Uh, there's something there for everyone at Moon Motorsports. You see it all on the website, moonmotorsports.com. Uh, and what I'm really thrilled about, two things, actually, two things on my agenda. Uh, these new Triumph motorcycles. And I love me a Triumph. The newest models, so cool. The Tiger 1200 and the Speed Triple 1200RR. Wow. Arriving daily at Moon. Uh, but it's this big show this summer. It's already coming up on August 6th, Saturday, August 6th. Uh, it's the second annual, and it's one of the biggest bike shows of the summer. It's the annual Vintage and Heritage Motorcycle Show, dedicated to both vintage bikes and new bikes with vintage styling. And this year's guest, uh, they're featuring this uh, Lee Roy Mitzel collection. He's world-renowned. He's got a hell of a collection. And it's all coming up August 6th. Everyone is welcome. And uh, the Vintage Japanese Motorcycle Club of Minnesota, two magic words, swap meet. Bring cash, bring a trailer, you're going to need it. Moon Motorsports on the south side of 94 in Monticello and on the web at moonmotorsports.com. The one thing they don't sell, Such, $20 rafts. <laughs> well, we'll get to Graham in a minute here. I'm not done celebrating myself. Okay. All right. You are right, Joe. I also set my temp at 78 degrees. I work construction, so I'm outside all day, and when I get home, I drop the temp from 81 when I'm not home to 78, and it's great. Don't change and become a wussy. Mark, Mark, (laughs) let me save you a few bucks. Don't even raise it to 81 when you're gone. Just leave it at 78. Don't touch it. Leave it at 78. There, I saved him a few bucks. Yes, sir. Mark, you need to borrow some money? Can I help you out with your uh, heating? <laughs> Kurt writes, bill? I'm sure you will be inundated with emails about your discussion on thermostat settings. First of all, you will absolutely save energy by setting the temperature higher when you're not home. No, don't. Just leave it alone. I don't want to read the rest of that one. Who's that Oh, from? because Kurt, it might have you. been in favor of uh, John and uh, Chris. Oh, okay, Kenny. Okay, Ooh. let me Ooh. check. Calling him out, huh? Uh, the check. U.S. Department of Energy estimates savings of 10% a year on setbacks of 7 to 10 degrees for eight hours a day. Second, I agree with you, Joe, that 78 degrees is more than cool enough when you are home. I personally keep my thermostat at 78 when I'm home. It really is all about acclimation. Once you are used to the temperature... At 94 and a heat index of 104, very normal summer weather, I was able to run eight miles with just two bottles of Gatorade. I believe that much of the hysteria about climate change, this is a great point from Kurt Weiger or Weiger in, uh, I believe he's in Tennessee, isn't he? Oh, no, maybe he's here. No, he's in Memphis. 
Uh, I was listening to the podcast today while I was running outside in Memphis with the temperature at 94 and a heat index of 104. Very normal summer weather for Memphis. I was able to run eight miles with just two bottles of Gatorade. I believe that much of the hysteria about climate change is due to the prevalence of comfortable climate-controlled living environments that did not exist 40 years ago. Wrong. While the outside temps are the same as they have always been, the contrast between them and our new in indoor living environments are greater than ever. Bing, bang, boom, he's right. Let's go. Let me fill you in. Take a breath, Such. Let me fill you in and tell you why this came up in my brain yesterday. My thermostat started acting funky, meaning it needed new batteries, right? And it's one of these Mm -hmm. fancy-ass thermostats that you set, uh, you know, like 75 during the day and whatever, right? One of those programmable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put the new batteries in, and it would not lower. I could not get it to lower from 75 down to 67. Meanwhile, it was 75 in the house. It was so hot in there, I stripped. All I had on was socks. That's how hot it was in there, 75 degrees. Intolerable. What you did is you went up to the thermostat. Wait a second, Matt. Finally, what I had to do in an act of desperation, I did what the kids do these days. When you can't figure something out, you go to the Google, and I had to watch a 10-minute instructional video on how to operate my own thermostat to get it to where it was off-hold, where I could adjust it to wherever I want. Hence the question yesterday. But I'm telling you, bare-ass naked, socks on, 75 degrees, sweating like a coal miner. Actually, I have an update from the Garage Logic Twitter account. Donald oh. Heinen. In response to your ad today, 70 degrees on the thermostat for me year-round, exclamation point. Joe, comma, 78 degrees? Do you live in the nursing home? (laughs) (laughs) You guys just don't get it. (laughs) You really don't get it. I'm I'm Joe. I get it. I'm with you. I I think you do. Sycophant aside, and Kenny, why don't you just spray the thermostat with seafoam? That would have fixed everything. (laughs) Joe, I've been in the HVAC industry for 33-plus years. The generally accepted thermostat setting is 72, summer or winter. That being said, personal preference has much much more to do with how one wants to set their own. I personally set mine at 78 in the summer. So tell the crew you are not out of line at that setting. 78 degrees with low humidity provided by the AC is perfectly comfortable. Love the podcast. Long-time listener. Thanks, Tom Johnson. Well, he's right. This yeah. is what well, Kenny Tom was get. really on our side. No, he yeah. wasn't. He was on our no, side. he was totally on our He side. said 72. Well, you're is not. The, you're at 67. The, well, I'm not. That's I'm freezing. at 70. I leave mine at seven. freezing. Hey, uh, do you guys have a thermostat boss in the house that no matter what you do, the uh, boss, uh, are, are you, in fact, the thermostat boss? That, I, that I, only I happens in the winter. You're the boss, John? Yeah, I'm the boss. She's the boss in the winter, Joe? Pretty much. Matthew? Uh, it's left untouched by all of us because I don't know how to work it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's full disclosure. Chris Reavers. Uh, 50% partnership in the thermostat. Oh, you get along okay with that? That's not a source of... Uh... No, we usually like it the same anyway in, huh. the, in the house. Well, that's a marriage made in heaven. Uh, Joe, Ken, this is from Jim Wolf. Kenny and Reavers are sugar teats. You are dead. <laughs> Hold on. I'm right. Well, at least that you one didn't down. include me. You, you. you are dead right about the thermostat. You are stating your case just fine. Kenny has sniffed too much sea foam and it's affected his brain. We maintain 76 to 78. Also, this is coming from my wife, who's always too warm. Let me give Hyde a tip. 
Close all of your vents downstairs. The cool yeah, air will eventually are, make it down there. Otherwise, the air will be forced to the upper levels. I bet you a case of seafoam, the temp drops five degrees in your highest level. Ruling to the mayor on this one. <laughs> Believe me, we, uh, we have uh, done everything we can with the vents. Trust me. And finally, from uh, Ann... I wanted to defend your idea, setting the AC at 78. Me and my house agree. We don't always run the air, but on hot days, it is set to 80. And it's if it's really hot, we go down to 79 or once Jeez. in a while, maybe 78. Wow. I can't believe those bozo assistants who piled on the grief for not going colder. Like you said, when we you come inside to 80 degrees after being outside at 90 or more, indoors feels like heaven. Let's for hear it two for minutes. Being, let's hear it for being reasonable. Chris, your email was correct. All of these, all of these emails are coming from people in old folks' homes. <laughs> They're all over eighty and freezing their ass off. No, you, 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 you're failing to. I don't think you get it. You, you don't get it. You, you just don't get it. If you're outside on a ninety-five degree day, but Joe, humid, that last five minutes—that's five minutes. Five yeah. minutes later, and I'm sweating again. Yeah, you start walking around your house, then you got a and you're sweating. Problem. And admit it, every single day when you walk into that studio, you start complaining about the temperature in the room. Even though the rest of us are comfortable, you always have to adjust it to make it hotter in there. Pretty soon, the four of us are sweating like pigs, and you're sitting there <laughs> fat and happy. Touch it lately? It's actually it's been a, a couple time. of days. It ha- well, I've given up. What's, I just make sure I bring turn a sweater. Around, turn around, Chris. What's the temperature right now in there? I Does just bring a sweater. Uh, seventy-three. And he's got a sweater on. Yep. He's got a lo- wow. He's got a t-shirt and a long sleeve deal on. Yep. Yeah. yeah. This is BS. Oh no! 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 no. We asked no. for this. We absolutely oh, asked God. for this. Put that back on. <laughs> Damn, Rook. You should have a bra. <laughs> he, <laughs> he actually looks bra. really good. You've Why lost don't you a bunch of weight. Put your shirt back on. I got the body. Cause the body rules. <laughs> He's lost some wait, weight. Wait, he looks wait. pretty good. Kenny, make him you. wink. Make him wink. Thank oh, you. <laughs> Honest to God, you did technically. Actually, you did technically say you wanted a break. So this is what you Look get. You when like he's that? here and he's hey, saying, you I wanted a break from the you ruination of, of the world. No. I want to get to grandma now, guys. Well, you should, so. you should Remember pierce when, those nips. When Roycey and Rookie posted the, that photo shirtless in the studio in the radio days? Yes. He was yeah. a little too close yeah. that day, by the way. It, it did break Twitter, I believe, for a couple minutes. Yeah. Well, here you go. That's all you're going to get. I'm leaving my shorts on. We all, independent of each other, were marveling at a story on the front page of the uh, local section of the Star Tribune today. Most of us wondering how in God's name it even became a story. Uh, There was a grandma and her grandchild, a five-year-old, who were, they had a raft, a swimming raft. Yep. And they were on Cedar Lake. Okay, and wait a second. Which is what about the com- size of two football fields? What comes into your mind though when you when you think of a twenty dollar swimming raft? Well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm puzzled that? by that. What is that? Is that one of those things you lay on for sunbathing? That's like the minimum. Twenty bucks is like the minimum. I mean, water's going to be seeping that through means that thing. If she doesn't tip out of this thing and go to the bottom of the lake, nothing right, will nothing, kill her. Right. So, so mom and the grandkid. Uh, they got on this raft, and they got the daughter-in-law there, and they're uh, and and here. This might help explain something. Uh, they're from Renshaw. That's a small town 
yeah. of about 500 people and right. uh Maybe they didn't. Meaning they should know better? Well, no, either that or they didn't have any familiarity with, with rafts and lakes. Hmm. So they show up at Cedar Lake about 3 p.m. yesterday at the beach. Okay. All right. Katie Beck said that she's she's the daughter-in-law. Katie Beck said the strong wind started to push the raft carrying Margie, Margie 72, and five-year-old Stella farther and farther away. Stella was wearing a life jacket, but Margie wasn't. Katie Beck said fear slowly crept in. <laughs> she watched the two drifting away. Next to her was her three-year-old daughter, Lily, who would have had no uh, buddy to watch her if the if the daughter-in-law hopped in and swam out to haul him back. <laughs> what were they going to do? Just hit the North Shore and then doink? So you what did you people think? All you got to do is stay on the raft. You're going to end up ten minutes right. later on the other shore. <laughs> yes. oh, shore. They call the cops. Land ho! Oh. No, they called the fire department. Uh, and you got to know, every firefighter in that office jumped to attention and said, Pick me, pick yeah, me. 95 yes. degrees. I'll take that duty. you got to see this. So they launch an aluminum boat. Well, first of all, Katie, <laughs> Katie is the daughter. Uh, she yeah. said, I had to talk to myself so I wouldn't get emotional, yeah. Beck said. What? Emotional, emotional about what? <laughs> We're up to three feet deep here. Be careful. <laughs> she had left stand. her cell phone in the car, yeah. and she couldn't abandon her little Lily. That's understandable. Stella. She, well, Stella's on the boat. Oh, yeah. So yeah. She Lily's had, with she, her on the beach. Stella's, oh. uh, Stella's out on the raft with Grandma, and they're Wait, floating who's away. Who's Lily? Lily? Lily's another child. Oh, okay. uh, that would have been left alone if, if Becky decided to make a break for it and swim Kate, out there Katie. and haul him back. Katie. So, so is it Becky? Is it Katie Becky? is the mom. Who? Katie, Katie is the mom. Katie. Katie yeah. uh, didn't have her phone, so she asked people on the beach to call the police. <laughs> when the police arrived at 4 p.m., now note, we're an hour later. Okay. That thing must not have drifted too far in an hour. And as she uh, faded into the abyss... Stella! <laughs> when police arrived about 4 o'clock, uh, Beck said that Margie and Stella had been stranded for about 45 minutes. A three-hour tour. And drifted <laughs> to the middle of the lake. So Which wait sounds... another 30 minutes, get in your bleeping car, and go pick them up. Doesn't that sound like heaven to you? Yes. I, I would yes. love that. A day on the lake. Yes. Margie, who's Margie now? That's the That's daughter-in-law. Margie's... No, grandma. Margie's the older woman. Margie's seventy-two yeah. years old. Margie's yeah, grandma. grandma. Margie even commented when she heard the siren. She said they were hoping it was for them. <laughs> well, grandma, you weren't in trouble. A boat from the Minneapolis Fire Department fetched the two family members. Beck said, adding that Stella called the rescue an adventure. Well, of course it was. Yeah. I think she was calming Grandma down more than Grandma was calming her down, Beck said, <laughs> laughing. Okay. After the rescue, the whole family went to get ice cream, which is apropos oh. of nothing. We won't be rafting on a lake anytime soon, Beck said. Squad 52, Squad 52, this is Rampart. Should we launch a boat? Uh, no, just walk out is there this because a case they're of, two feet of deep. man human people 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 losing sight with nature 100 percent. it was a good wind blowing yesterday all you had to do was stay on the raft grandma and you would have just ended up on the beach about two minutes later but as a matter did. of go ahead kenny we do this every year at my mom's place we get the floating chairs and the rafts yes. and all of that 
and we float across the lake. It's fantastic. As a, and a few years ago, other boats started trying to come to our rescue. So now we uh, do it with the pontoon nearby so people realize it's just a floating party. And you, you want to see where you end up. When you launch, you go, we're going to end up right there. No. You know, one of those Yeah, deals. it's like when I drive home from work. Now, this, yes. is a completely, <laughs> this is a completely different story. Completely different. What? If it's Lake Superior. Oh, okay. Oh, well, when Grandma and the yeah. kid are on sure. the raft, no. and there they go to Isle Royal. Yep. Yes, you've got to go get them. <laughs> you've got to go get them. I'm Coast Guard. Bring in an oar boat if you have to, go but you've got to go get them. Yeah, go <laughs> You're on Cedar Lake. But she didn't lose touch it's with... It's a pond. She she had the proper protocol with the child having the life jacket. I'm looking at the picture of the little child, Stella, and she's got the uh, very nice life jacket so, on. So mm-hmm. that tells me there is a level of in touchness with yeah. nature. Yeah. This but could grandma, go wrong. grandma didn't have one on. Grandma but, didn't have a life jacket on. I did, think uh, you're on a raft. You no, know, she did didn't. Did you guys look at the picture that goes with the yeah. story? Yeah, I'm Here's what I'm right wondering. Now. What? I'm assuming the fireman is holding the raft they were in. He's Ooh. also holding a couple of paddles. So did they have the paddles with them? Which would be even weirder. I don't if see they this, did. John. Where, which fireman? Oh, I'm the looking one behind online. Grandma. I'm, oh, he's I'm looking at the online story. Yeah, oh, I don't see that. Oh, what I do see uh, is two firefighters. Just two fire. <laughs> so if they had the little raft with paddles. Rook Grandma the, uh, just a paddle. I don't know if you read the story, but the quote from Grandma online was. I'm not a strong swimmer. I'm not a strong swimmer. <laughs> I'm not a strong swimmer. Okay, God, Martin in. Short, I love you. You've got to know that. Was that the uh, what, what was the bit? The Saturday Night Live bit? That was Saturday Night Live. Synchronized, synchronized swimming. swimming. But the one guy had Martin Short had a nose plug, the Orange Coast Guard thing, and a uh, cap on, a oh. swimming cap. I'm not a strong swimmer. I'm not a strong swimmer. I can't uh, access this. Hmm. I Let's have see if I to. Can find it I have to. Yeah, you you start just go to StarTribune.com. Here it is. Here's Star Tribune. Uh, for, the, for the record, record, Cedar Lake is 169 miles. Acres. <laughs> or, sorry, I don't acres. Really think so. acres. Acres. Sorry, yeah. acres. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so I would have been minute. corrected tomorrow. Oh, hey, tell Reaver. Actually, the, the picture on the front page of the paper uh, shows two firefighters standing there in full firefighter regalia. They got the firefighter pants on. Why am I picturing a Christmas story where they're trying to get flick from the uh, from the pole? You know, when they send in twenty nine different squads. <laughs> Go to local. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> this wanna, is why well, show prep takes you 24 oh hours gosh. a day. Hurry up. <laughs> the way I work. Could have got something here. And it was the, the the first story on local when I clicked on local. Three homes catch fire. Yeah, no, yeah. That's not the that same story. That was unfortunate. Yeah. Samuel's out raising Omar. Thing. Maybe the Star Tribune came to their senses. And, here it is. Cruise rescue woman and granddaughter on Cedar Lake. Yeah. Let me see the picture. That's all I want to see so I can further. Oh, my God. It was a raft they could sit in. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. and there's, see the paddles that oh. the fireman's holding? Yeah, it's Were a, those it's part a big, of the raft? Yes. I would call that a two-person <laughs> raft uh, with the ropes on the side. It's a blow-up. Yes. Yeah. And they had oars. Hell, I've been across the Atlantic on one of these. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's nothing. That's, come on. <laughs> 
Jerry Spies. <laughs> Jerry Spies went across the Atlantic and smaller than that. Oh. Man, that's a slow news day, huh? Uh. <laughs> well, we, we did just discuss it for 12 minutes. It's beneath a story where we know that Don Samuels is out raising Ilhan Omar. In the uh, congressional, will race. she get more or less money after she pretended to be but in handcuffs yesterday? Here with the uh, bad a, news is John Height. Go ahead, John. There, there tell is him a, what. a downside to that story, and that is that the fellow she ran against in 2020 yeah. also had a lot more money than she did, and she won by well, 23. Well, yeah, but well do you think people saw through this fraud yeah. yesterday? It's a different. It's pretending a different to be handcuffed. Different yeah. animal today. Yeah, and but when, you used your cell phone to call what three or four. Actually, calls while in jail. Actually, the Babylon Bee had an update to that. Uh, she used her one phone call from jail to call her brother and her husband. Yeah. That was just <laughs> the one call. Same guy. Yeah. <laughs> one call. I That's get it. Funny. Can't That's you funny. people see through this fraud? All she's in it for is her own personality, her own celebrity status. And about 12 of these fruitcakes got handcuffed, I mean, pretended to be handcuffed. And the uh, second that AOC knew she was out of camera view, she's seen holding up her fist. Yes, yes. Right. What a Who phony. Who are you kidding? What a right. phony. And the footage of uh, 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 Ilhan, she's got, <laughs> she's got her hands behind her back. She's marching. Right. And the cop escorting her about 10 feet back. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere even close And to then her. she waves to somebody as Rook, she walks look up through. Look the Republican candidate who's running against, it's a female, running against Ilhan. All right. Uh, she had a piece in the Daily Mail today. I don't know why the Daily Mail chose to interview a Minneapolis congressional candidate, but... Uh, the Republican female candidate running against Omar has really strong, credible words against Ilhan Omar, that she's a fraud and she's an embarrassment. Uh, but this behavior of hers yesterday is further proof that she doesn't care about us. She's in this for her own self-aggrandizement. Mm-hmm. Leap and, that word. It, uh, it's Cicely Davis. Stella? Uh, Cicely. Let me see. No. Hang on. Cicely Davis. Cicely Davis. Cicely Davis. Cicely Davis. Right. Okay. Who uh, uh, has the right idea about Ilhan? Ilhan was in 2019. Ilhan's sorry. a fake. There's no. There's no reason to place any trust in her whatsoever. She was booed by her own community. Oh, you got to get this. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't let you get away with that. Well, in any event, uh, she wasn't handcuffed. I don't think any of them were. Were they? No, none of them were. AOC and they all what they're all hoping for press coverage and they all got it. Yeah. See, that's su- when they saw the press. That's when they put their hands behind their backs. And all, and all of the major outlets ran with it too because they would do the shot of the the face the facial shot with you can see their hands behind their back mm-hmm. when that wasn't reality. Mm-hmm. But every news outlet ran with that photo. I want to go back to told the truth about it. Yeah. I want to go back to Grandma for a minute. I was thrown by the twenty dollar <laughs> raft. Uh, $20 was too much for just an air mattress type raft. Yes. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, you good. Your, your Excuse mute, oh. me. You hit your mute button. Don't worry. Yeah. That was too much. Now it makes sense. I didn't know you could get a raft like that for 20 bucks. You can get a nice raft. That's but it's good one raft. of those rafts that just the tiniest of pinholes and it's all over. Right. But you know, it's, it's not thick. Right. Yeah, you hit a tree branch and you're done for. Well, now you're, you're weighing in on the side of Grandma. You're, you're believing that Grandma was in danger, where I'm choosing to believe that if Grandma would have just hung tight for another 10 minutes, she's on the opposite shore. 
and then and then uh, the daughter could go over there in, in the minivan in the and pick tails. them up. Yeah. In the cattails. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm surprised the Samuels outraising Omar in Ray's story caught your eyes. Uh, I, I thought for sure it would be the fact that several cities around uh, Minnesota uh, are not allowing people to buy these gummy bears. Because yeah. I figured you being a celebrity there in the Twin Cities, you don't yeah. dare go down and stand in line there. You'd probably go out state like St. Joseph or Marshall. Now, or, I have no interest in this for some reason. You're not into the gummies? No. No interest whatsoever in any of it. Those days have come and gone. From what I'm reading, they're only half speed, though. They're half power of uh, every other state's gummies. Yeah. It's yeah. like unleaded 88. So if I, if, yeah. I, if I know my friend at the airport is drug tested, mm-hmm. uh, he cannot have gummies. Is that correct? I would believe you would be erring on the side of caution to not Correct. have gummies. Not that he has any yeah, desire Yeah, just tell to, him to keep coming in reeking of whiskey. That's much yeah, better. Right. That's better. And, and Snickers. You could take a little <laughs> raft tears. like that. <laughs> There's water recreation up at Giant's Ridge. So, you don't you know, tell put, me. Put the raft in the car and blow it up when you get there. You could do a little paddling. Then you could call the uh, Giant's Ridge Fire Department if the wind starts to blow you away. Uh, but you know more what I saw importantly, today? More I, I, I do want to interrupt you. I do want to interrupt you. Today on Minnesota Live... They had a live shot from Giants Ridge, mm-hmm. like a, a camera that was just showing how beautiful it is. Mm-hmm. That is a fantastic vacation spot. Well, and it's home to the legend in the quarry. Yes. Two of the best golf yes. courses in the state. Yes. And now through July 29, I just got an email from a guy who played the, the 36 hole deal with his wife. Now through August 29, you can play the legend in the quarry on the same day for one great rate with lunch on them at the Wakuda Grill featuring one of the finest and most peaceful overlooks in all of northern Minnesota. View 3D course flyovers of the legend in the quarry at GiantsRidge.com. And if you're thinking of it as that family vacation destination, there is the nearby water recreation, biking, hiking, the newest and largest lift-served mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining, lodging, and much more up on a tank, back on a tank, Fantastic. Stay within the borders of Minnesota and end up in some of the greatest and most beautiful nature and wilderness in all of the state. Book tea times online at GiantsRidge.com or by calling Giants Ridge at 218-865-8030. DK Mags is a full-service gun shop in New Brighton and on the web at dkmags.com. We all know responsible gun owners always lock up their firearms, and DK Mags has all varieties of gun locks to keep those firearms safe and inaccessible or inoperable to those who shouldn't touch them. DK Mags, they buy unwanted firearms from individuals and estates, so keep that in mind if you're thinking about thinning the collection. DK Mags also offers storage options for firearms if you need that uh, option. DK Mags, 443 Old 8 in New Brighton. Uh, They have a wonderful staff and a great selection. Very fair prices. Check out the other location, Monticello Pawn and Gun. You'll find electronics, tools, and a variety of crazy and unusual items. Monticello Pawn and Gun, they're hiring right now, so give them a call if you need a gig. 763-295-6955 or stop in, shop, or fill out an application. 1219 Highway 25 South in Monticello. Of course, uh, fantastic footwear is key and you just can't underestimate whether you're at work or at play especially at work 
when you have good footwear, solid footwear, you know that you're going to uh, perform well at work. And Red Wing Shoes is there for you. Minnesota's own Red Wing Shoes is, of course, one of the great sponsors to the Garage Logic podcast. Red Wing stores have experts in making sure you get the best fitting shoe or boot possible. They don't have boxes you look through trying to find your size. No, 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 that's amateur. These are the experts who know how to find the right footwear for your job in the perfect size. Start buying shoes the right way again. Stop into a Red Wing store and get fit properly. Properly is the key. Visit us in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. You know the name, Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. You cannot stop it. He'll just make a move. Boy, it's so make a move season in the Twin Cities. Also. Oh boy, is it ever. I was thinking that the sky might fall. Now I'm learning, don't worry at all. What's uh what's the date today? The 20th, 20th of July. 20th. 20 minus 4. 16. 16 days after the 4th of July, and our guy Rich, I'm just going to say it right now, Rich is nuts. He, he, he's gone wacky. He's holding a 4th of July sale all month long. He actually started in June the 27th. Uh, but here's the deal. It's all on Liberty Safes in stock, everything he's got there in the store. And it's 20% off through the end of July on all of these babies. And boy, they are wonderful American-made saves made right here in the United States of America uh, using materials and, and uh, made, found here in the, in the States and Americans. And it just wants me to sing, America the... No, I won't do that. 20% off through the end of July. Go to uh, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Get wow. familiar with the line. And everything you find in the store by Liberty is on sale, and he's going to help you through it all. So uh, if you do happen to walk in there without knowing one damn thing about anything, Rich is still going to make sure you go home happy and save a little money. 20% off the in-stock safe of your choice at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Mr. John Height. Uh, thank you, Joe. Sports, if you missed it last night, one of the Twins' reps at the All-Star Game was one of the heroes. Byron Buxton's home run in the fourth inning was the winning run as the American League won again, beating the National League 3-2. Buxton followed Giancarlo Stanton's two-run homer with a solo shot. The Twins are now off until Saturday. You know why? I have a Shoot. question about that. I, yeah, I, can I didn't know they were on answer. last. The All-Star Game was last night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why was I watching The Bachelor? Because you're oh, a woman. God. Yes, Chris. Uh, the oh, Detroit actually? Tigers have Jeez. a concert. I heard this explained in the radio broadcast a couple yes. of days ago. And so they needed an extra day for the field to be ready yep. for baseball. Ah. But wasn't it true that uh, the, the All-Star game didn't used to be a week off? No, it, typically they would start days, on right? Thursday. Wasn't well, there are days? some games this Thursday. There are some games on Thursday, yeah. yes. Okay. Wasn't it day off, All-Star game, day off, And then Wednesday, the weren't they... Pl- no, Wednesday would be today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thursday they're playing a few. Okay, never Why mind. Why are you in such a hurry for them to return to the field and keep getting their asses kicked? Eh, I like baseball. How Did many? you see Roycey today? It was pretty good. No. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I saw it, but I didn't read it. Okay. <laughs> so I was listening to the All-Star game uh, mm-hmm. on my way to our game, yeah. and I heard the beginning of it. The, the first batter of the game for the American League is Shohei Otani. 
When he yes. hits the ball, it sounds like a gunshot. That's how hard he hits he, the baseball. He, he actually pitcher. broke his yeah. bat on that one, Chris. Did he it was really? A base hit up the middle, and he broke his bat. Wow! Kind of a, uh, it, did Did anybody watch the All Star game I besides did not. me? I, don't know. I only saw the highlights. I saw a there few were, innings, John. I was very. Uh, I liked. They had people mic'd throughout the game. I don't and, like and that. And I enjoyed that immensely, especially when they had the Yankee catcher and Nestor Torres mic'd, both of them, and yeah. he was calling his own pitches. He'd put his glove up to his mouth, and you could hear him go, okay, I'm going to go with the heater inside. Yeah. And then they'd throw it. Yeah, in we're going to go inside of this guy. Okay, exactly. there, we're going to go up the screwball. It's a pinky toss. Is that Nestor the molester? That's, yep. yes, oh, that is careful. him, Joe. You'll yeah. be canceled. Yeah, yeah, cancel me. In, uh, in news, the annual Minneapolis Aquatennial Celebration returns with the Torchlight Parade tonight. After two years of scaled-back activities, officials say they are making sure the public will be safe at the full-scale event. A lot of uh, planning. We don't know that. Oops, sorry. A lot of planning has gone into it with several law enforcement agencies, including the police, uh, uh, Minneapolis Police, the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office, Metro Transit Police, and Minneapolis Park Police. Squads will be out, as well as bike patrols and canine units to beef up police presence this year. Some of the events include movies in the park at the Commons tonight after the parade. The parade starts at 7.30, runs along Nicollet Mall from 12th Street to 4th Street. Uh, tomorrow, there'll be music followed by the Twin Cities River Rats Aquatennial Water Ski Show on the Mississippi. That is cool. They always do a good job. That is really yeah. cool. And Friday, like everything else, f- it used to be wonderful, but it's a shadow of its former well, self. Well, that's what I was going to ask, because what ju- with what just happened over the 4th of July, aren't you guys shocked that they're going through with this? This is going to be a disaster. No, I'm, no, I don't think it will be. I think it'll be all right. What would you define as it not being a disaster? How many shots? If you're under 15 or 20 shots, I think you're okay. We're a success? Yeah, I oh, think so. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Wait, success. gunshots? Yeah. Is, is wow. that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. That might have been the most three What's cynical sentences I've ever heard on this show. Wow. What's your over That's under? saying okay. something. 20 shots. 20? Okay. Yeah. 20. I'll take 20. Yeah, Egan Police Department <laughs> says an 18, 18-year-old has now been arrested in connection. Remember that uh, fireworks incident in the Imagine Cinema? that left two people injured. Uh, They've arrested an 18-year-old. He's not yet been charged, so uh, they have not named him. He's being held in the Dakota County Jail. Investigators think someone lit a large firework, tossed it into a theater shortly before first responders were called around 8.30 on July 12th. Several people were treated for minor injuries after the incident. Uh, I'm sorry, John, to interrupt, Uh but I'm going to anyway. This? You're always sorry that you interrupt, but you keep interrupting. Yeah, you, you guys keep buying it, so I keep doing it. All right. Um, <laughs> the only uh, silver lining here is if this kid is caught, you won't have the copycats. I was so worried about copycats with people, fireworks in theaters oh. and stuff like that. But if he's caught already and this is the guy, that is a way to deter others for copycats. All right. I'm done. You can interrupt me, John. Okay, thanks, Rook. Star Tribune reporting a number of Minnesota cities are temporarily banning THC edibles after a new law went into effect at the beginning of the month. Within the last week, St. Joseph in central Minnesota and Marshall in western Minnesota approved moratoriums that halt the manufacturing and sales of hemp-derived edibles. 
Stillwater officials implemented a one-year moratorium last November. That was way before lawmakers crafted the new law. Uh, they said they were trying to find a way to be ahead of the state when it does legalize recreational marijuana. Two other cities, Waite Park and Prior Lake, are also considering moratoriums. The uh, mayor of Stillwater, Ted Kozlowski, said, quote, we're not saying we hate weed. We're just trying to be smart about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cheech. Thanks, Cheech. <laughs> <laughs> the temporary prohibitions are meant to give city staff time to research the issue and draft ordinances that regulate manufacturing and sale of edibles. The new law allows Minnesotans 21 and older to buy edibles and beverages containing small amounts of THC. That is the marijuana plant's main psychoactive ingredient. So did we talk about this on the day that it, it first happened? Uh, because a friend of mine was driving by one of the places that was selling it, and he said the line was long and down the block. And he said every single buddy, uh, every single person in line was unemployable. Really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Looked like the line at a Grateful Dead concert. <laughs> Coming soon, a spinoff of the beer show, the Weed Show, the Weed Show. <laughs> but it's the it's the three two version of gummies, right? Like, yeah, yeah it's barely powerful. You know, speaking of that, we really what missed is a the... gummy, a gumdrop. No, it's no a gummy the, bear. It's a, so gummy like a, gummy a um, bear. a dot. Oh, okay. We okay. dot. The marketing team for the beer show years ago, we really missed the boat by not making a state fair T-shirt that simply just said, "Is the beer show tonight?" Question mark. Right. Because <laughs> Joe would ask that every day <laughs> on the radio station. <laughs> the beer show tonight. Oh, when is it? It's is it Thursday? We Tuesday. used to do it Thursday, but now we do Thursday, it on Tuesday. Yeah. But it's, it's not called the beer show. It's called the weekly scramble now. What but, was our show called? The happy hour. Happy hour. With Rook isn't and Reavers. Yeah. What did you get paid there... for that? About as much as I did? Yeah. Nothing? What, what about on 1500? Is there a different show on 1500 no. or is it your show? No, there is There is no show on 1500. Huh. Is yeah, 1500 have... still on the air? Yes. Yeah, that's why I listened to the do baseball you, game last night. Do you remember when we did John Heights the beer the show? Or no, what do we do? Doing? The happy hour. The happy hour? Yeah. And, and the general manager, his only concern was that we did not consume and a drop of alcohol during well, the show. Uh, Meanwhile, on Twin Cities Live, right every there, time I go on that bank. show, it's like, hey, Teddy, um, my Haskell's here. I think the general manager's concerns might have been legit from the uh, the next day party leftovers I would <laughs> discover. <laughs> Friday morning was over. a bit problematic. Like the Let's, whole place smelled you know, the sound of beer music from Let's not break it down, Kenny, okay? Let's just oh, leave okay. it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> My favorite part of that conversation was Rook uh, dumbing it down for the 70-year-old and saying uh, dots. That, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Four letters. It starts with a D. <laughs> They're chewy. Okay, dots. Minnesota Republican. The yep. <laughs> Minnesota Republican Lieutenant Governor Candidate Matt Burke is oh, under fire. God, for Matt, what comments. are you doing? Hey, Burke, why don't you just tell Walls to uh, get ready for a second term, huh? <laughs> for recent comments. You moron. Matthew, what's wrong? Abortion and women on the day of the U.S. Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade. Speaking at the National Right to Life Conference in Georgia last month, Burke said American culture, quote, loudly but also stealthily promotes abortion by telling women they should look a certain way and they should have careers. Burke said abortion rights activists who oppose bans that do not have exceptions for victims of rape or incest, quote, always want to go to the rape card. Oh, he says two oh, wrongs geez. is not going to make a right. 
Burke also likened abortion opponents' fight to outlaw the procedure to the battle to end slavery. And he joked about whether women should actually have the right to drive. Now, that, that was a joke, apparently, so let's remember <laughs> that. At a press conference Tuesday, Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan condemned Burke's remarks as disrespectful toward survivors. Jensen and Burke issued a joint statement in response to Flanagan's press conference calling the Walls Flanagan ticket a single issue campaign. So when Burke comes home, does he lift up the trap door in the kitchen and tell his wife he should come up now? He's got a lot of kids. Uh, I don't I don't know. But honestly, when I saw that story this morning, the first thing I thought is, is he hired by the Walls campaign here? What what is he doing? Yeah. I don't get it's it. It's more proof the Republican Party's not interested. They really the, aren't. Uh, from the Pioneer Press, beer and baseball will soon be coming to Hudson, Wisconsin, courtesy of a brewery that started in Stillwater. The Hudson City Council unanimously approving Liftbridge Brewery's plans to build a new brewery and tap room at the former St. Croix Meadows dog track site in Hudson. Mm. That project will also include a 1,400-seat ballpark for the St. Croix Riverhounds baseball team, a Northwoods League team. It'll be made up of top college players competing during the summer season. The $16 million brewery and $8 million ballpark are expected to open in June of 2023. The council approved a preliminary plan and a developer's agreement that includes a 33,000-square-foot, two-story brewery with a proposed future 20,000-square-foot expansion. Also in the plan, 17,000-square-foot outdoor beer garden. Cool. 3,500-square-foot 3, tap room and restaurant and a dedicated event space that could accommodate more than... 300 people. Kelsey uh, sent us this story, by the way. It said Reaver's Ride Home just got a little bit longer. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liftbridge Brewery started in a Stillwater garage in yeah. 2008. They still have tap rooms, uh, tap rooms in Stillwater and New Richmond, and both sites will remain in operation according to their officials. Is Liftbridge Farm Girl? Yes. yes. Uh, that is a fantastic. We've got a big fan, uh, Bill, who is a huge listener to the show. I don't like Farm Girl. Part of uh, Liftbridge. What? And, it's uh, hazy. Oh, you really? What does Farm Girl's delicious? What does hazy mean? It's a like it's a hazy. style. It's a um, it's almost it's like hazy. a citru- yeah. It's like a citrusy finish to it. I do like it's it, the, but is St. Croix Meadows is that still vacant? That's the dog track. Yeah, is that st- is apparently? It st- wow. You like hmm. the hop dish? I like the hop dish. Hop dish is a nice beer. Yeah. And those guys are great people, by Go the way. Go Lift Bridge. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. To avoid. It. Energy shortages that would stall economic growth and leave households cold in the winter as Russia weaponizes Don't start gas that exports. Again. European countries should immediately start rationing use of fuel, according to the European Commission. They said people should cut their use by 15% in Europe. If the bloc's 27 member countries agree to adopt that plan and the new legislation that goes with it, it would solidify the sense that Europe's economy is on a war footing because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The proposal would grant the commission, the bloc's executive arm, powers to enforce. Uh, Jared Bernstein, gentlemen, is on the Council of Economic Advisors for the White House. Yes. And uh, he was asked yesterday at a press conference about this. Mm-hmm. Having it both ways, Jared, because when the gas prices go up, it's got nothing to do with the president. When we see some decline, you want him to get the credit. Uh, look, I think that uh, that, that uh, it, it, yeah. there's there's no both way thinking here at all. That's what I'm going to wow. start doing. I don't know what Joe's talking about. Well, see, Joe, look, uh, what, what the case is here is, you know. Um, well, that's the rookie thing. What that's is true. the word for backpedaling? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the more I think about Grandma out on the raft. You can't uh, let this go. No, no yeah. they were in more danger of getting rescued 
and getting pulled into a boat than yeah. they were if they would just gone to the other shore. Agreed. Right. It was just going to be doink. They yeah. hit the other yeah. shore. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Grandma, Any, you're done. Anything cool. else on Grandma? You let a, If you have any other thoughts on Grandma, feel free to just I, jump I on have, in. I would have waved them off. Get away from yeah, me. Cool. Everything's fine. We're fine. Just, well, yeah. they had an oar. They had two. Two no, oars. Two, it looked like, yeah. <laughs> North Dakota oil production bounced back in May after getting hammered the previous month by ugly weather. The state pumped out 1.06 million barrels of oil a day, up 17% from April. Back in April, if you missed it, back-to-back blizzards hit the state. The 20% production declined from March to April. It was one of the worst month-to-month drops in state history. Oil prices in May averaged more than 100 bucks a barrel, meaning North Dakota oil tax collections remained healthy. West Texas Intermediate, the benchmark U.S. crude price, closed at $103 on Tuesday. North Dakota's drill rig count, a harbinger of future oil production, currently stands at 42, the same as in June, but ahead of May's tally of 40 and April's 38. The state still is short of drilling activity. It would need to grow production at a 2% annual rate. At a level of production, about 25 fracking crews who pump oil from the ground after wells have been drilled would be needed. Uh, there are currently 18 crews. Oil companies are struggling to find employees to fill those, according to North Dakota. And those are good-paying jobs. Yeah, they're really good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hotter it's than got- hell, though, in North Dakota. You'd have to run that AC at about 62. 78. <laughs> <laughs> It'd feel really good if you worked in the field all day, Kenny, and you came into that 78. Man, that yeah, would feel I'm good. sure that would just you be awesome. You don't get it. You people don't get it. Your you underpants are, you would you never dry out. You're just <laughs> stupid. I hate stupid. stupid people. You're stupid. Stupid people are so dumb they're stupid. What a stupid thing to say. What's good? Wisconsin's Republican House Speaker uh, said yesterday that former President Donald Trump called him last week trying to overturn the 2020 presidential election that Joe Biden won. Wisconsin State Assembly Speaker Robin Voss, a Republican, told WISN in Milwaukee that he got a call from Trump after the state Supreme Court ruled on July 8th that most absentee ballot drop boxes in Wisconsin are illegal. The ruling addresses future elections, not the election from 2020. Voss said it's very consistent. He makes his case. He would like us to do something different in Wisconsin. I explained that's not allowed under the Constitution. He obviously has a different opinion. He did this last week? Last week, yeah. Uh, Voss said (laughs) Trump then posted about him on social media after their conversation. In a July 13th post on Truth Social, Trump's social media platform, the former president repeated his claims of election fraud and falsely accused the speaker of letting Democrats get away with murder and calling Voss, of course, a rhino. Mm. World Health Organization said yesterday coronavirus cases tripled across Europe in the past six weeks, accounting for about half of all infections globally. Hospitalization rates doubled. In a statement on Tuesday, whose Europe director, Dr. Hans Klug, that's why I read this story. I just wanted, just to, wanted say. to use say that name. Dr. Hans Klug, Where is this Hans Klug described COVID-19 as a, quote, nasty and potentially deadly illness that people should not underestimate. I told this to Joe before the show, but did you guys see what they're doing in San Diego? No, the the uh, school board president or superintendent in San Diego basically said, uh, all the kids are coming back to school this fall in mass, and if you're not, then don't bother coming. And it accompanied a piece in which... Uh, Achievement is much lower because of the pandemic. Huh. So, a couple of my friends uh, that I was in close quarters with last Thursday, I think it was, 
contacted COVID, um, and I found this out on Monday, and I thought, oh, God, I bet you I've got COVID. So I uh, rushed home, and I didn't have any symptoms. I rushed home and uh, took the test, and you have to wait 15 minutes for the results. For the next 15 minutes while waiting, I had my whole week of uh, activities planned out. And it was Tuesday I was going to get in the speedboat. Wednesday I was going to do the <laughs> pontooning. It's going to be Thurs- a vacation. Thursday's reserved for mowing. <laughs> oh, it was so awesome. And then 15 minutes later I got the test back and negative. Mm. Such a bummer. That's the way it goes, huh? Yeah. A yeah. uh, British man was found dead on a sunbed on the Greek island of Crete. Fellow sunbathers on the popular Stelita Beach are understood to have become concerned about the man after they noticed he'd been lying there for hours and had not moved. A couple of days, was there? (laughs) (laughs) When they approached the 54-year-old, they realized he was uh, unconscious and raised the alarm. Paramedics rushed to the beach at about 8 in the evening Saturday where they found people trying to revive the man. The man was taken to Herkleon University Hospital, but later pronounced dead. He's understood to have remained in the sun without a break for several hours when fellow beachgoers decided to check on him. His identity has not yet been revealed, and they will perform an autopsy. A spokesperson for the Foreign Commonwealth and Development Office said, quote, we are supporting the family of the British man who died in Crete. Put a positive spin on this for us, Such. Can you put a positive spin on it? Well, he was alone. Uh, yeah. So he wasn't being hassled by anybody. He's better but than Grandma. He yeah. was in he was in less danger than Grandma. Yeah. If, well, if you he did die, I don't know if he's in less danger. <laughs> we don't but know if he died from the sun. <laughs> if you've yeah. got to go, yeah. relaxing you know, a on beach the beach in, on Greece is pretty good. Right? Yeah, yeah. be all right. Fifty fifty four though. That's a that's a little young. Yeah, yeah. that's a good yeah. run. Was he yeah, a big guy? Do we have run. a picture? I, I didn't see a yeah. picture. Yeah. Does skin in? And I'm not trying to be. Um, yeah. What do you want to know, Kenny? Will he get a sunburn after he's passed away? Does that is that still the epidermis so. is uh, equivalent to an <laughs> onion, where there is layer after layer uh-huh. after layer. Uh-huh. So the top layer uh-huh. can still it. be kissed by the sun sure, and uh-huh. go red. Sure. Right. However, the layers underneath, uh-huh. golden, not touched. Now one tends to turn ashen or blue after uh, passing away uh, after a couple of hours. How, how does that play into the mixing that with the sunburn doctor? What does that do to the skin color? Once uh, bowels are vacated um, after an I expiration, ask, didn't ask um, about that. To go weird the, the cobalt blue that is uh, takes the skin color the is, is due to the fact there's a lack of oxygen. Because uh-huh. that person uh-huh. is no longer breathing. Well, thank well, you, Doctor. No that answers the question. That answers the question. May he rest in, in Greece. We have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you killed me. May he rest in Are Greece. You, uh, you were sitting Greece. on that line, that entire line of BS you were, you were feeding yeah. us. That was brilliant. Well, thank you. We hang, have, on, yeah. hang on, hang on, hang yeah. on. <laughs> keep your shirt on this time. I'll keep my shirt on this time. We have a rogue monkey. Japanese police are looking for a wild macaque that has attacked at least 18 people across two weeks in the western (laughs) city of Yamaguchi. A baby and and two four-year-olds were also targeted by the Japanese monkey. If you're not familiar with the macaque, it's a species that is native to the country. You're the worst, John. You are the absolute worst instigator on the show. They're native to Japan? Yes, and they can grow up to two feet tall and weigh just under 28 pounds. 
They're said to be well just over mine, though, not one, yours. Yeah. You, what about your uh, <laughs> your uh, deal? Would you like to know more? Well, let me tell Joe, you about this. Ship, this didn't throw Joe, a baby off the roof, did it? Joe, no, it no. didn't. Uh, but they're said to be. You ask if they were native to Japan. Yeah. There's well over one hundred thousand really? of that species Ooh, that's a in lot of Japan. Yeah. The local mayor's office has distributed flyers warning people to be aware of this rogue animal that first hit on July 8th. Don't leave your windows open, they said, oh, and they're geez. setting traps. Uh, in one case, the monkey, one case, the monkey entered a family home and badly scratched a baby. Oh. The girl's, girl's mother told local media, I was vacuuming when I heard my child crying, so I turned around and saw the monkey had grabbed my baby by her legs. No. It looked like he was trying to drag the baby outside. What the hell? They don't, they're not, they Kill don't the damn eat, monkey. right? They don't eat Four year, meat, do they? No, I don't I would, know. Well, I, hmm. I don't know. Four-year-old girl also had her leg scratched by a furry intruder as it led itself into a first-floor apartment before it attacked others nearby. It also ventured into a kindergarten classroom. This is not the first time of reports of these monkeys attacking people in Japan with one famous case back in 2002 when a macaque targeted 23 women in the northern town. You want to know more? Well, let me tell you about me. John, thank you. You're welcome. That's it. Thank you. I, uh, I can't trust any of you no, idiots. No, because I had so many scenarios running through my head that just... Jo- are we taking a break or aren't we? Well, Joe? first, though, if you uh, want to escape all of this, Rick, oh, what, what, what right. would you like to do? You want to go to Greece, yes. monkey? Yes. Hey, Greece monkey. Yes. If you <laughs> want to go to Greece, I know people that can get you to Greece. And it's Escape With Us Vacations. Teresa and Maria, my sisters, have started this company years and years ago, and they have 70 years combined in the travel industry with all the people they have there. They know what they're doing. However... Yes, Greece is great, but they're featuring a trip to Croatia, a beautiful, beautiful boat. They've got the itinerary online. You can check it out. $24.99 per person. It's the first week of October. Now, they are filling out slots, and there is limited capacity, so you might want to call them as soon as possible and get the itinerary. Here's the number to call them at, 651-788-4338 or email travel at escapewithusvacations.com. They're a small travel company, and they know that you garage logicians like to go on vacation. So patronize our advertisers by calling them. Give them a buzz. Let them know you're a garage logician. If you want to go to Croatia, sign up for the trip. It's going to be a great time. Otherwise, if you just want to make sure that your trip, wherever you're going, is well represented, that's why you use a travel agent. It's cheap insurance. 651-788-4338. I don't care whether you're going to Marco Island, Fort Myers, New York, or Croatia. Give them a call today and let them know that the Rook sent you. Travel at escapewithusvacations.com. Call today. GLers, it's Reefers here once again for my friends at Hofferman Water. Yes, an independent water treatment dealer, and they are fantastic. I've been dealing with them for a number of years now, and they offer sales, service, and rental for Connecticut water treatment systems, including water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and also drinking water systems. Listen, a new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners simply cannot. It will cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. Bad water will affect almost every single aspect of your home, which is your largest investment. That's right, your coffee maker. 
Your showers are going to get better. Your laundry is going to get better. And not to mention your drinking water. So please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I had my Connecticut system installed. That's Connecticut system installed uh, when we first moved into our new house. And it's made a world of difference. Call them today. 952-894-4040. Or just visit them online at HoffermanWater.com. And it's Hofferman Water. They've been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast. I wish I was there to rub your tummy. Oh boy, You'd I'm gonna hit a, this. It sounds sound like this. Kenny Olson, if he's here, jump up and down. One, two, three, oh. four. It's the end of the world as we know it, and you feel fine. Joe Sushir. I might have spilled some beer that night. Maybe, just maybe, might have almost gotten kicked out too. For some beer. Was throwing that first some half? beer up on stage. Is that first half? Uh, that was Caboose. Oh, Caboose. Okay. The night after I got fired. See where Dave oh. Chappelle has booked uh, events at First Avenue, yeah. and they're all agog because they're afraid he'll be offensive. And his show sold out in the twenty out minutes. And he added two more. Right. At the varsity. John team. has a uh, story about a show and not seeing a show and paying twice. And I was oh. really hoping we could get you to Krabby Coffee Shop today because I really wanted to dive into that. <sighs> Don't get me started. Hold on a second. I want to talk about Aim High Construction uh, for a second here, your full-service construction company. Uh, Two deals uh, they got going here, quality and honesty. Quality work, honest service, all of it. That's their deal. It doesn't matter what kind of project you're thinking about. uh, Inside, outside, new kitchen, yeah, they're kitchen pros. Bathroom, yeah, bedroom, rec room, basement, dungeon, of course. They'll do it all. Uh, They'll rip out that old crap and bless you with a whole new environment to punish uh, the wrongdoers in your life. Uh, Exterior work, too. They do great work outside. A new roof, siding, concrete, garages. Uh, ask him about decks and tell him, I need a new deck, but I don't have a lot of money. You wouldn't believe what they can do for you. It's so cool. Um, Aim High Construction, MN.com. That is the website. Get in touch with Chris. He's the owner. Great guy. Uh, And talk about getting on the schedule today. Get a quote right away so you can get locked in at a price. Again, that website, Aim High Construction, MN.com. The city of Minneapolis is paying two artists to build nine temporary shrines along Lake Street. The nine shrines represent one shrine for each minute that George Floyd suffered. Artist Meyer Warren, known as St. Paul Slim, and Sidney Latimer, known as Divine Words, uh, are engineering this Southside project through the city's Creative Response Fund. So the taxpayers are paying for this. Divine and Slim will create a series of nine public shrines in the form of temporary shrines to promote community healing. A project description states, these shrines will honor heroes, artists, and other victims of state violence. Latimer says her artwork focuses on... Uh, uh, what focuses on using shrines, memorials, and altars to transform ordinary events that can heal from grief caused by loss, state abuse, and isolation from the pandemic. The Creative Response Fund is intended to recognize the often unpaid labor of artists as they face emergencies. Now in its third year, the fund is partially financed by the Kresge Foundation. Twelve projects received funding this year, the city announced. But here's the last paragraph. Minneapolis also has trained conservators, 
preserving burned scraps of paper and handwritten notes. Hmm. Trained oh. conservators. Hmm. This will be part of the uh, display. Okay. I think that's uh, that's fantastic. How much? Give me that figure again. <clears throat> I didn't say a figure. I don't have a figure. Yeah, interesting. I don't interesting. have a money figure. Love to know I how much. I don't have a money figure. Uh, and I want to note that... Uh, 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 Denise wants uh, to say, I hope you were able to mention the wall that heals is in Egan, Minnesota, uh, today through July 24th. Uh, go to the wall that heals flyer dot uh, org. Uh, that's the uh, mini Vietnam wall, isn't it? Yes, I believe mm-hmm. it is. I've seen that on the Capitol grounds. Mm-hmm. It's quite moving, so uh, you might want to check on that. It, the wall that heals is in Egan, Minnesota, uh, today through the 24th. And I had something else I wanted to tell you. Uh, I'll save that. I'll save that and tell you that only because they well, come to us. What? Can you hold on a second? Um, <laughs> how far out are we from the state fair? Well, wait, wait. Quite a ways. About a month. About a month. Yes. About a month. About We're a getting month. close. Is it too late to put in merchandise requests? Probably. Do we have our T-shirts ready. Yeah. Crabby coffee shop mugs. All that crap. What it's would you like ready. to suggest, Mr. Olson? I would like to suggest for J- Joe and his sycophants, uh, the elderly crowd, the retired. <laughs> Uh, so the senior citizens, a GL oh, shawl. Yes. yes. What a shawl. Great we idea. are thinking alike. We need a GL idea. shawl. Something to throw over the legs there as you sit in your easy chair or your rocker at the end of a day. Okay, Kenny, now you got yeah, me thinking. Yeah, well, I'd rather have a shawl on than go into your mold-infested, cold and clammy crap can house. <laughs> How about we uh, remember the silver <laughs> index shirt we did a couple of years ago where you yeah. ha- there was the two blank squares and you get to yeah. write in whatever your cylinder is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shawl index. Index. What's your thermostat at? I don't have a oh, shawl. And you can right. write down your temperature you know and your what? shawl. They should actually give that to GLers as one of those medical bracelets, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> My perfect temperature is eighty-three degrees. <laughs> My perfect temperature is eighty-three degrees. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way from Marlin Park and Mumpolonga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans. Yes. Follow them at WorldWideWaftage.com. On this day in... Uh, that's too complicated. On this day in 1858, Polk <laughs> County was established in names for, name for James Polk, who was president when Congress authorized creation of Minnesota County. Pennington, Pine, the Pipestone, Minnesota Polk. territory. Pennington, Pine, Pipestone, Polk. Uh, on this day in 1907, the Western Federation of Miners calls a strike... At the Masabi Iron Range, 200 Union men had been laid off for Mountain Iron Mine, owned by the Oliver Iron Mining Company, a subsidiary of U.S. Steel. Although layoffs on the range were common, at issue was recognition of the union, which was threatened by the discharge of only union workers. Within, uh, within two months, a large number of imported scabs undermined the union's efforts and the strike was broken. Uh, mm. Actually, you you missed one. Hmm. Your your P counties. Pennington, Pine, Pipestone, oh. Polk, and Polk. Oh, and, and what? Oh, you did you didn't say Pope the first time. That's why Pennington, Pine, Pipestone, Polk, and Pope. There we go. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, on this day in nineteen thirty-four, hmm. 
Two people killed and 67 injured in a clash between strikers and police during a trucker strike in Minneapolis. After federal mediation fails, Governor Floyd B. Olson declared the city under martial law and the National Guard took control of the streets. Those were quite the violent eruptions back in 1934. Mm -hmm. And finally, on this day in 1940, Minnesota held its first ever Aquatennial, a festival celebrating Minnesota's summers. And as I said earlier, I, I, wish it, I wish it well, just like I wish the Winter Carnival well. But these things are falling into the rearview mirror, aren't they? They really are. Yeah. They are. Baby, it's cold inside. <laughs> so thank you. And uh, what do you want to tell me? Well, uh, you know, you, you talked about the Minnesota State Fair. Yeah. And I was thinking about the Minnesota State Fair. And I was thinking about our booth. Yeah. And I was thinking that we really need uh, a new floor in that booth. And you okay. know what? Have because ever, of all the beer we spill after yes. the shows. Have you ever been to uh, Redmond County, Joe? Uh, no. No, because it doesn't exist. Yeah. But <laughs> Redmond's flooring and design does exist, and it's in Anoka, wow. and it's been here for over 50 Brilliant. years. Wow. Now, yes, I've been telling you all about their carpet, uh-huh. hardwood, tile, vinyl, waterproof stuff, but they work with Mohawk, and they've got a great all-pet protection and warranty. It's the only carpet protection warranty for all pets, all accidents, all the time. Your pets are family members as well. No matter how you live, they've got you covered. Soft, luxurious, smart, strand, forever clean carpet. Smart Strand is extraordinary, clean, exceptional, durable, and environmentally friendly. And Mohawk has the ultimate floor for every room in your home that's suitable for all the pets. It's time to love your floor with your entire family. Thanks to all the pet protection and warranty from Mohawk. Learn more about Mohawk and all that Redmond's has to offer at Redmond's.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com. Pick up the phone. Call them, 763-316-3332. Tell them you're a GLer. Ask to talk to Mike and say, Mike, you are so smart to advertise on Garage Logic, and you picked the right endorse E. As Mike told me, 763-316-3332, Redmonds.com. Tell them. The Rook sent you. The Shawlster sent you. <laughs> ah, yes. I don't have a shawl. You have, I have a shawl. You have a rocker Is at home. Is it knitted or crocheted, crocheted. or store-bought? What kind of beer you got in the fridge right now? Uh, I don't. I have uh, Honey Vice. Do you like Kona? Kona Big Wave? Sure. That's good. And I have uh, Lonely Blonde. Is this another ad? No, but yeah, I'm available. What do you got? Me. I'm available. You know what actually is available? Podmn.com for all of your podcast needs. And YouTube. YouTube? Yes. Can you still subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube? Yes. Are you still posting things? Yes. Are you going to post me with my shirt off? Yes. Damn it. I should have thought of that before. All right. Well, sign up if you want to be part of that. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're everywhere. And drop us a line, whatever our name is, at garagelogic.com, if you want to critique or if you want to compliment the Rook. Bye, Kenny.